All right, welcome to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. Thanks for listening to the or this episode, but also the previous episodes if you have. I um, hope they've been delivering some value to anyone in, in all the different topics we've covered so far. So um, as always, let us know if there's anything you want us to cover in any of the episodes. And uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do that. And, uh, and also we've got some... We're going to switch it up again uh, a, a bit in a few episodes time with some guests so stay tuned for that and um and also if you're uh on linkedin by the time you hear this we should be doing it by now but i think we're going to be start doing a, a q a um, at some point in the week um so also tune in that way you can have the opportunity to ask us any questions about design or um, business uh, you know we're constantly working with businesses, helping them solve problems that they're needing to overcome. So um, basically it's an opportunity for anyone to, to uh, yeah, just, just ask a question and get an answer from, from us, get a perspective from, a, from um, you know, a, a designer's and a strategist perspective. So, um, yes, yeah, uh, stay tuned for those on LinkedIn, maybe some other platforms too. We might share some of that on our, on our uh, other social media platforms too. Mm. But um, today we wanted to share and talk about another axiom that has been really an M.G. Taylor axiom um, that has been very, uh, you know, it's been a huge part of our, our story and we've used it a lot in uh, w- well, when we take sabbaticals. And, this, and the axiom is you can't get there from here, but you can get here from there. And you can really trip on that. For, we have. That's right. You can trip on it and then you can trip on it. <laughs> and it goes deep, you know, it really goes deep. It's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty um, profound axiom when you start to just meditate on it and, and let it, you know, when you really sit with it and go over and over and over it. Yeah, on it, yeah. You know, it can take you places and it can take you right out there. <laughs> to get back to here from there. <laughs> Exactly. Right out there. <laughs> exactly. And um, and also it's kind of, I think it would be cool to like, you know, actually my friend Miles asked me the other day, he's like, what's the obsession about the future? You know, talking about all this like WEF World Economic Forum stuff and all this stuff about, you know, the future. Why? Like, why? What's the big deal about the future? And it's, I was like, that's, that's true. Like everyone, but everyone has an idea about the future. You know, you want to know where you're going, but also at the same time you you are like there's kind of like a lot of obsession around yeah because they know like if you go there and you start really creating there then they're kind of writing the script they are the authority of the future and authority is you know the author to write you know so they are essentially creating the future from their perspective they are designing the future by going to the future they're having all of these discussions and topics and bringing in people who are experts about different things in the future and technologies Mm. and things and they're able to paint a very vivid picture of the future and then get really organized around bringing it to life so going over there yeah well they what they do is they go over there they create there and then they bring a little bit of their here every day so you know and when you can when you can get um people together especially people who have positions of power and leverage and influence then you can pretty much bring there to here you know you can bring that future to here a lot quicker than you know the average person So the World Economic Forum pretty much is a sabbatical. 
Well, I guess so. It, it they, is lead, they go to a particular location, being Davos. Yeah. And they... Strange town. And they... <laughs> haven't been there myself. But. Well, neither, but it looks... It, it, <laughs> it kind of looks like a... Um, like, remember Fox Studios? Like when they had Fox Studios yeah. here in Sydney? It kind of looks a bit like that. Like a bit, a bit like that. A bit like, like a faux city. Surrounded by Alps. And, <laughs> and snipers. And with guns. <laughs> snipers and like some strange artillery. But which is, you know, it's kind of interesting too because it's like these um, these people that are designing the future, uh, the world or the economic future, I guess. And that's also Well, it's the world future. Because well, yeah. it's all it's all connected, really, isn't it? All it, of it. It's it a is. system. It's system. It's they're trying to bring around this new industrial revolution, the fourth industrial revolution, right? And like, you know, I think everyone has a right to design a future, and and you know, everyone has a right to dream. I guess it's, you know, it, is it okay for us to all be sleeping while people are there dreaming the dreams? That are we not? You know, should we not all be participating in that? And I think, you know, hundred oh, percent. We like, we should be. Well, that's, that's <laughs> and we the, can. That's the illusion with, um, well, I guess the world in general right now, but particularly like these, you know, bodies like the the WEF and the you know whoever this this centralized the who, who. The, who, the who and the WEF. Who and the, are you? You know, all these centralized governing bodies <laughs> that we're meant to believe that we're living in a um, a democracy, which you know we kind of have in the part but like they like who who got their say like if it's a world economic forum or some sort of world forum where they're designing their future wouldn't it be more um inclusive to actually include the world itself rather than just like a very small fraction of of the population to design this future because wouldn't that kind of lead to some sort of biased uh results of of for the entire world well yeah i think um you know, if you're not if you're not allowing people to participate in the conversation, and like creating town halls, or it, you know, it it could be more complex, like introducing more complexity into designing the future. But I mean, you know, when you listen to some of the things, the agendas, um, some of this twenty thirty uh, plan or rollout, it it just, I mean, fair enough. You know, you want to get together and design a future. I'm not. I'm not hating on it. I think you know everyone has the has the right to go there and dream a dream. But like, you know, it's not really something that I align with. I don't. I don't really. I don't really like this future that's been designed. Um, but it does make sense. You know, we know how it's. We know how it's done in the sense that we know that. You know this method of co-design and and designing for the future and like we know how that works right we know that you're scared you're, you're going through a process of scanning opening up opportunities expanding your thinking and then you know maybe uh, taking some breakouts where you're taking what you've learned focusing on opportunities that that you can work on or implement and then you know getting to act on on designing those uh uh, buckets of work and, mm. and actually getting stuck into doing the work to bringing that thing to life so yeah and, and and obviously like before the forum itself happens they would have some sort of sponsor team running the the preparation and planning of what actually is to be designed and what are the outputs of that one week or however long the is it a week the what I, I, I think so five days or something but, you know there's there'd be a core team um with an intention of what the outputs should be and then they're opening the, the doors and inviting uh, inviting selected people in or, or people that have the, uh, the financial means or, or whatever it is um, 
or the interest to partake in the the forum itself and and uh you know take take that back to wherever they came from and and start to kind of fold that into their own strategies and frameworks of of um of what they're responsible of their what they're responsible for in their corner of the earth and it's um but yeah and and you're right because everyone does have the the ability and the free should have the freedom to be able to do this and that's that's um a huge huge point because not a lot of like when you're trapped in a world that's mainly uh making you either fearful of the future or you know kind of depressed about the past like a lot of humanity is you know you're not really um you're kind of in that fight or flight or scarcity mode or or you know in a bit of a victim mindset so it's kind of hard to design to get yourself Mm. into the future because you're just so busy dealing with the day-to-day all these things coming at you which how do you even know if the past is true because his story is his story so how do we even know because many versions of the past everyone has a different version of it maybe we we need to do another one about another episode about about his story for sure let's let's, let's get (laughs) out interesting but but yeah i mean like in terms of the axiom it's a really powerful uh axiom to provoke some thinking around future state and it can be really difficult to see a path from the from, to the future from where you are mm. and until you go to the future and articulate what that looks like it's a lot easier to turn around and go oh okay well that's how I got here and then work your way backwards and then kind of design the design the road forward from there so it's like you know that axiom it you know you can get go in and out and, so and you know it is really trippy once you really kind of tap into the visual aspect of it too like once one sabbatical i think it was the first sabbatical we ever took uh we we were literally like repeating it as a mantra basically for the week weren't we we're like you can't get there from here but you can get here from there and we're just like kept going over it and over it going like because it just makes more and more like it paints more and more of a picture the more you kind of think about it because you're like oh i can go there and see back to here and then, yeah, like that's it. You see the lights. There's a lit, there's a lit path there, or there's many paths that you can kind of explore and play with, and and get a bit creative with as, as potential futures or diff, uh, different kind of avenues to take. And um, it's it's powerful because you you start to kind of like, I guess, deconstruct all these um, you know ideas that you might have about the future and kind of reconstruct them in a way that you can you can see how you you could get there Mm. um rather than yeah like you're saying it's just being this kind of big question mark of like oh shit like you've got this ambition or you've got this dream but it's like how do we you know you can get it can be quite stressful not seeing the path on on how to how to get there and um and when you do have that really clearly articulated like you know the future or the, the the present everything starts to manifest for you when you have a really clear idea of of where you're going and and a bit of an idea of how you know the kind mm. of path there is to get there. I mean that that's that is, I would agree with that um, most of that. But but in sense of like I what the, the one thing I think is a trap as well is like this new age kind of thing of like, oh yes you know we'll just kind of like now I'm gonna just meditate and it's going to Manifest be manifesting the future. the future and like I I think. Yes, okay, there's manifesting, there's putting yourself in the vibration where you have that thing or you're there, you know, like when you think about um, um, 
uh, you know, rain dancers or, or people that would sing in the rain. It's like, you know, they would go out, they would feel the rain on their skin, they would smell the rain, you know, and that's how they would bring in the rain. They would really feel the sense of this and that was part of that, um, you know, process. But it's like, you know, you can tap into that energy with manifesting things, but you also need to have a plan, get organized and bring it in, you know, and tap into the vibration of it. 100%. And also like you know when you when you think about the the kind of quantum world or, or world of reality or like Joe Dispenza or these people that actually talk about this and the science of it you know it's like actually the the way to um like you know we're living in pure potential and we're pulling it into this this reality and that's pure potential is is like unlimited possibility right it's not like a limit it's not limited possibility where you've like kind of decided like this is the thing because that's actually narrowing your, your past it's actually opening the future you, you have this you might have this idea of where you're going in a way but it's not like this set in stone thing it's something that you're actually able to continuously pull unlimited possibilities from to to guide you on your Mm. on your on mm. your journey you know through the present into the eternal present <laughs> into the into the future now <laughs> that's true but it is it is a very useful tool like it it is it is something that kind of gets you thinking and a lot of the time when we do use that in in a mg taylor uh, workshop or design shop um what you would do is you would kind of get people thinking of that future state in the like we would often give it an assignment that says the year is you know ten, let's say it's like 10 years in the future or something like or 40 years in the future actually um and then you would get them to design a piece of work from then and tell the story about you know they're giving a speech in 40 years time and it's like what are you what are you saying to these this audience and what were the challenges that you had to overcome and how did you get there? What were the key milestones that you had to achieve to get to that to that place? And and from there, you know, because you're not limited, because it's kind of a creative exercise and you're in the future, it kind of frees up your thinking because you're not thinking about all the blocks, all the things that are going to stop you from getting there. Mm-hmm. So you kind of – it gives you, like, permission to play, I guess, as well and be creative and, like, open up your mind and – and it, and it also creates this hindsight, you know, that, that that's another axiom, isn't it, MG Taylor axiom, the future's only rational in, in hindsight. So if you can create the hindsight from the future state before the future becomes now, then you're actually, um, you're actually able to get on the front foot because you're able to kind of plan and kind of mitigate things that might arise that you've already created the hindsight for so you can kind of oh, yeah. respond and you, and you have a plan to respond. Because and that's so true, and that, that, those axioms sort of—I think that's the, the second part of the or the next axiom in line after the, the um, you can't get there from here thing—is is that because like you know when you get to where you are in life, you can look, easily look back and go, oh, of course this is where I'm at because of these things, or where my business is at because of these things. But like before those things happened, it's like it's a total um, you know you, you have you have no idea, but in hindsight, it's like so clear. But but that whole thing again, like with the with the. Um, pulling from the potential and how that actually scientifically like ma- allows manifestation or, or whatever you call it to happen, like calling in your potential that that's in line with the energy. When you're thinking of, you know, your thoughts create your emotions, right? So if you're in a future state thinking about 
um, you know, what does the world look like? How do you feel all these things when you've achieved these things? And like you're saying, without all the blocks. All right, just a little bit of a technical malfunction. Oh, hang on, I've got something to say. Oh, I've got something to say too. <laughs> what I was saying, I guess I was just feeding off what you're saying in terms of going out into the future and not having those blocks is that you're able to think about a future. And when you think about a future that's different, you then start feeling differently, which then shifts your emotion to actually start shifting the, the, um, that's how the manifestation works because you're actually changing your vibration of your, how you're feeling about this state to then start to, well, you're matching the energy of, of a, of, of a potential, yeah. Of the thing of that the you're potential. bringing in, right? You're matching the energy, so it's like, because what is emotion? Energy, emotion, emotion. En- energy, emotion. Energy, emotion. emotion. Yeah, and that's that's and that's what's so powerful about this this axiom and that idea, and obviously the people like you know these um, you know World Economic Forum people and or or anyone doing visionary work has understands that is the more you can articulate um, this future state. And think about it differently, then it starts to change the way mm-hmm. that you feel about it. And then when you start feeling about it differently, the world starts changing because you're not in you're in a totally different energetic state. So it's like you know what's more powerful? I don't know what's if that's not like epic technology. <laughs> that's the that best technology. Requ- it doesn't require computers. All the metaverse. I don't know what is all the metaverse? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's um and. It's so, and, and like that's exactly it. It's like this technology that everybody. It's not just like for the few or for the rich or for the wealthy or powerful. It's like these people become rich and wealthy or powerful mainly because they actually understand some of these principles. Not everybody, but a, a yeah. Lot do. do you know how many billionaires were made from COVID? It's like a crazy Wasn't amount. It like one. It's like one every. Yeah, one. No, thirty minutes or something like minutes? that. Some weird statistic. I, I like don't hold me to it, but it's some crazy statistic. It's big, yeah. And just. Like you'd have to have known what was going on to get to, to be get to, to be to be in the right place at the right time, you know. Yeah, and one of them was Facebook. One of them was Amazon. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what else there was, but there's some ones that you, of course, like they're going to start. Um, you know, when everyone's in lockdown, like Gatesy made quite a bit of cash, didn't he? Gatesy made a few dollars, I think. I think he's he's and and he's also you know. And let's see where that goes because he's he's obviously, and that's a perfect example of the future happening before it even happens. Is like this shit with with some of these people, like Gatesy, for instance. Now he just buys land. He's like the biggest oh, landholder in America, and it's like okay. <laughs> Where did the hindsight come for that? I wonder. Because I wonder what, what he's going to do with all this land in about four years, one, or, you know, or, uh, instantly, but in, in two or three years' time, you know, that's going to be and, doing and something. Plant, it's going to be impacting the entire world. Plant based meats or like, you know, eating bugs <laughs> or like, <laughs> what's the other one? Um, the baby formula. The baby formula. What's the baby formula? Oh, like I, I don't know. They, they, they were producing baby formula or something. Or, or then, the baby formula went, um, went out of stock or something. There's some control around this baby oh, yeah, formula. No, I, I haven't looked formula. too much into it, but I think there's some, there's some weird thing about that too. Well, well, yeah, and it's, it's totally, you know, that's without going too deep into it. It's like obviously, 
and also the media is like a huge part to implement like at scale in terms of scaling the future and, and this is well the that's big- the story isn't it it's the narrative if you control the narrative which is at the- scale yeah at, at scale, then you can control perception. And if you control perception, then you also control history because you're controlling the narrative that's getting written about what's gone on. So it's like this full control. You're just essentially just c- controlling the whole reality. People's opinions, you know, you're able to kind of program through predictive programming. And Cameras keep wigging out today. Overheating. Maybe uh, Schwab's is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Shuts off the cameras. <laughs> anyway, sorry for you the will t- not have a camera and you will be happy. <laughs> no, we can share the camera. We can rent the camera from from Schwab's. You just can't own it. Um. Anyway, so sorry about the te- technical difficulties today, folks. There's a. Uh, Heat issues going on with, one of the, with my camera particularly. I don't know where we're at. We're talking about baby formula. Or no, something. no. And the, oh, the media. Don't worry we're about talking the baby about the formula. media. Oh yeah, the media, the media. The media being able to control the narrative, the, the narrative from the past and the present or the future, because it, you know, a lot. Well, of Well, they're stuff creating the future. To roll what was that thing that, like that they're quote? Just, they're making this stuff up in line with a future vision that's already been. You know, they're not just like spontaneously coming up with these aligned visions across all these different. Um, outlets or channels and stuff around these these the same topics like surely someone like not surely that's how it works they've had they've had to align on this this future to then create the the um the media to start implementing that mm. that's true it's it's no coincidence <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So you know you you see the power of of that of that axiom and and if you've listened to our sabbatical episode like if anyone's thinking about taking a sabbatical thinking about that axiom you can't get there from here but you can get here from there take that with you on a sabbatical and think and and literally go there. think about it yes go there I Each think day, keep going there and and. And seeing what that looks like for yourself. Madden Gail, or it was Gail, was telling us a story one time about like something about they made this crazy bus and it like went to the future. Like people, I don't know if they were like dressed up as like futuristic characters or whatever and they like got in this bus, I think, and the bus went to like the future. Wow. And so they would like they were transporting themselves to the future. I don't know. We should ask her about it because it sounds kind of crazy, but so cool as well. Um, so you're like stepping into the future. Like it's like Back to the Future it, bus, yeah, you know. Like, you're like in the future. Yeah. What a trip. <laughs> What's that? What was that? Um, what was that? That opening line of of George Orwell's 1984 that you said. Who controls the past? Who controls the future? Controls the past. Who controls? No, who controls the past controls the future and who controls the future controls the present or something like that. There's something around, don't quote me on that, but no, the beginning of 1984 and it's it's so true. That's like an axiom in itself. Exactly, because it's all obviously able to be, ma- mal- um, what do you call it? It's all malleable. The past, the present, the future, it's all, a, like it's all just nothing, Any like, you know, it's, it's 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 unique to every single person on the planet. Yeah, because what's true? What is true? 
who knows, you know, we don't even know. And the more you start to think about this shit, the more you think about, oh, my gosh, like what is My, my whole perception of things has completely changed as well in like the last couple of years. Like there were some things that I just really shifted on. Like I just never thought I would be into at all and I'm like, oh, okay. I totally got tri- I totally got fooled by that thing. I'm like, oh, I see where that came from. <laughs> and I'm mm. like, oh, gosh. Mm. I'm like so I'm so not skeptical but I'm just a bit like a bit I'm I'm a lot more yeah, discerning now I'm like yeah. mm, I'm going to look into that and see how like, I feel through that I'm going to I'm going to check in with my intuition on that one And there's no um again no uh what do you call it I've just lost the word the um spontaneity about it or or um you know Everything that happens, it's like there is some link to the next thing. Like it's all so everything's so connected. It's so clever. And even like the like movies, when you have a look at movies and things, it's like, oh, wow. Like it's kind of like these truths that come through and they're like sci-fi and things like that. If you have a look at these films that have been produced over the and last 10, 20. sci-fi is such a popular genre, you know? It's like, and then it's you're like, cool. oh, my gosh, this stuff is actually, like, becoming real. Is it because we're manifesting it because it's going and seeding into the collective through this amazing visionary, Vision. like, through Hollywood and everything? Like, is that why? Like, are we making that because we're, like, seeing it and now we're able to, like, comprehend and, like, build that into the future? Or... I don't know. Like, is or it or is it already happening? But they're seeding it into the present we, to then um, make it have less of a or, or have a, or, a subconscious connection to it when it actually does start happening in the future, and it doesn't seem so far out. Or is it truth telling? Like, is it them telling us what's coming, and so that we're not so surprised when it exactly, does happen? Exactly. Like predict. Yeah. What do they say? Predictive programming. Predictive programming. Or like, yeah. is like universal law? We have to. We have to accept what's going on. We have to be told. We have to. We have to be, um, you know, we have to permit it mm. in a way. So, like, it's, it's all a bit, it's it's all all a bit very interesting. The moral of the story is that we all actually have the ability to design our own futures. The power is in our hands. Everyone individually has that same power. It's not up to some other person up above or out there or in Davos or wherever the fuck they might be telling you the way that the future needs to be. We actually all have the collective or in the individual power to dream together. And it doesn't have to be this, This, you know, if, if you're not into what's happening and you're aware of it, you know, this is the time for us to really come up with something um, different yeah, that, pretty- that's going to that's gonna meet meet the needs of, of the, you know, people like us or the, the, the regular people, the people that aren't, you know, flying around in mm. to these, these conferences. Because, like, there is problems to be solved, isn't there? Like it, like this system that we have right now, it's not, it's not serving us any longer. It's archaic. It's, you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's, it's going to crash. Impressive. It's going to fall apart. It's happening right now. Yeah. It's just, you know, do we want this pre-baked one that that's being designed for us, or do we get organized ourselves as humanity and participate in our own future, and and it's just. Just everything, like when you think about the whole psyche of humanity as well, it's like really ingrained that we're always waiting for somebody to help us, to save us, to do something for us. And it's like... Well, that's part of the whole religious program or part some religions anyway, isn't it? It's like... Programming. There's programming there. So it's like, you know, we really need to 
rethink a lot of the things around how we got here and you know how do we how do we get how do what's the future that we really what's the best future for us as a collective as as humanity as the planet as mm. how do we evolve as a civilization um and become you know become a, like what what what's what's our our vision and and this is Matt and Gail's vision too um that we that we took on as word places you know planet earth as a garden and a work of art for all life and that's really what we, what this place is it's our garden um it's a work of art you know we are work of arts in ourselves and how do we create platforms a platform as humanity and, and for us all to participate in that creation because it's totally possible and and we can do it and we can create something beautiful and life actually creates more life that's how how life works well it also eats life too you know but the, the system is um it's abundant and that's a the thing the more that we're actually kind of destroying life you know like like the environment like biodiversity like opinions like in um you know individual like in, in the sense like uniqueness in in people you know we're actually destroying you know this this potential of being a work of art you know what's art it's like unlimited creativity and, and creation and and um and and yeah you, you're, you're so right it's like that's the that's what we could be living in and there's no difference between what's going on now or what's been ha what's happened f forever in the past you know it's it's um the only moment we have is now and and um and that will be always you know the truth at least i, I feel i feel like it will be we're not going to live in the future and we're, we're never going to live in the past so that, uh, only sub uh, only in our minds or in our emotions and um and we are the ones we've been waiting for. That's the thing. It's like the more that we keep waiting for something to change or this new election process or some new politician or this, that or the oh other or, or a new job or, or better, you know, whatever. It's like we can't, we can't wait any longer. That's the thing. It's like there is no waiting because mm. we are the ones that are going to make the change. We are the change. And until we actually realize and, and, and the programming is that we are, you know, to wait for the change, to, that someone will save us, which um, by the time we realise that they won't, we'll be we'll have a, a military boot on our face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, on that note, yeah, I, I mean, we could talk about this for heaps longer. We probably but, um, will again. <laughs> but yeah, the cameras keep wigging out. The cameras so. keep tripping. But anyway, we've got the middle camera, lucky the backup, the trusty backup camera in the centre. But um. That should do it for this episode. Hopefully you got some value from that. Um, and remember, if you take, well, if you want to take a sabbatical or just anything, just meditate on that um, because you will definitely, the more you sort of sit with that, that axiom, the more that it will start to play out in your life in a way. Like it really starts to, it's a powerful tool, that, that one. And it's been a huge part of our, our journey. Um, you know, we probably should, probably should, have another little journey with that one again soon um so anyway thanks for listening to another episode you can um find us on tiktok design on purpose at design on purpose same with on instagram and you can follow wordplay studio uh at wordplay studio on instagram and on linkedin for anyone that wants to connect on linkedin as we mentioned at the beginning and we're telegram gonna... yeah get us on telegram oh, too telegram 
At Workplace Studio on Telegram. Yeah, anyone that's on the gram, the Telegram, not the Instagram. Um, <laughs> get, a, get get at us on there. And, of course, on, on YouTube and Spotify, podcasts, Design on Purpose. Check it out. We'll be there. Uh, like and subscribe is the thing that you should do. Always got to remember to say that. And, um, yeah, stay tuned for another episode. We've got some people that are going to join us soon enough as well. And... Let's get Nelson on here. Yes, Nelson, you're up, mate. Come on. Come over here. The saucy Latina. Yes, yes. (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, um, stay tuned for another episode.